Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Tuesday morning. So, big news for the St. Louis Cardinals, getting their old guy back. I, uh, You know, it's kind of one of those things where you're glad he's back. I think this is going to pay off for the St. Louis Cardinals getting Pujols back, though. That remains to be seen because how they're going to use him, and it's obvious he's going to be used as the designated hitter. He's 42 years old. He really can't play effectively in the field anymore as his wheels are just too bad. He's had all sorts of foot problems. Can still hit, probably. He'll be used as the DH against left-handed hitters. I'm sorry, left-handed pitchers. And they'll probably use Corey Dickerson against the right-handed pitchers. But the fact is, they have him back. And it's only, and and Albert has said this, this is it. This will be his final year in baseball. And I think he made that decision, Mike, because there were only three teams after him. And the Cardinals signed him at a bargain. Two million dollars, it's two and a half million for one year. That's a bargain basement that's someone who wants to play back in, in St. Louis. Well, none of the other teams really, and there were two others, uh, really came forward with a, a greater offer, and he doesn't need the money. Good gracious, he's got more than enough. But the fact is, he said to himself, that this is all who are after me. Maybe my skills have diminished that much. He's 21 home runs shy of the coveted 700 mark. 700 home runs. He's a career 297 hitter. But does he have it anymore? Well, we'll find that out. But the fact that he's with the Cardinals, where does that help the Cardinals? The G-A-T-E. Thank you. The attendance is going to be huge. Oh, yeah, big time. When they open up, which will be Thursday a week, uh, April 7th, they are going to have a loud crowd that will be there, and he'll get the biggest of ovations. In fact, yesterday it was really kind of curious what happened. We'll talk more about that, but he made a grand entrance down in Jupiter, Florida. Yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> um, speaking of which, uh, we did have uh, uh, exhibition baseball yesterday, and as you've been talking about the last few weeks, it's not too uncommon to score double digits in Arizona. It is not. The, the, whole, the temperature... The temperatures and the air quality is a whole lot different in the desert. Case in point, the Houston Astros came into Jupiter and beat the Cardinals by a score of 2-1. to one. Great game, and that's the game where Albert made his dramatic entrance. Between the first and the second inning, they opened up the right field gates at Jupiter, and he walked through in his uniform, and don't you know the crowd just went nuts at that. <laughs> anyway, Astros win the game 2-1. to one. But out in Arizona, the Royals and the Cleveland Guardians... 19 to 9. Kansas City was the winner. That ball flies out there in the Arizona springtime. Well, even in the in the summertime, it does too. And uh, the Royals made the most of it. The Royals are a pretty good team. Um, it's uh, it, it. I'll say one more thing about the the Albert signing. I think it's great that he gets to retire as a Cardinal since he has said this is his last year. Because it's not it's not a, a super common thing. I know the the Chiefs have made it kind of a common thing in recent years, where they'll sign players back for a day to to uh, let him retire as that team. That don't happen very often in baseball, does it? Does not, because you are taking a roster spot. However, 2022 is a little bit different because you're allowed, under the new contract, more players on the roster, not many more. But the fact is that you do have space for him, and the Cardinals have taken a poll, I think, of their <laughs> fan base and decided, you know, that little spring... Or Let's sell spring some jerseys game. this year, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've determined that the fans... Attendance was down last year. And that was... And last year was a pretty good year. But attendance was down, and now you've had this episode from the late winter, which should have been done a year ago, 
and they let it go to this episode. That that's really hurt the Cardinals in in all of baseball. It's hurt them because the fans have a very negative uh, uh, impact on the team and and a viewpoint of what goes on. So I understand why they did this. Well, they're putting together a pretty good team. Hopefully, uh, we'll get to see some great baseball this year for, from them and the Royals. Um, last but not least, the uh, MSU baseball Bears are playing tonight. Who are they up against? Used to be in the Missouri Valley Conference. This was the big game, the Bears and Wichita State. The Wichita State's no longer in the Mo Valley, folks. They're in the Atlanta, or the American Athletic Conference now. Uh, but the Bears and Wichita want to renew their series. The Shockers played here le- uh, fall a year ago. Not last fall, but fall a year ago. And uh, the Bears are going over there to play tonight, weather permitting, at the new ballpark that Wichita has. Wichita State is still pretty doggone good, and they still remember their little games with Missouri State, and they weren't so little, folks. They were really fiercely contested. Yeah, I remember uh, hearing about those, especially when I went there, which was decades ago. So the Kansas City Chiefs have uh, definitely made some moves. I saw a picture of the roster of the year we won the Super Bowl, and... uh, Definitely not the same team anymore. A lot of those guys gone. So a lot of the coaching staff remains, but as far as players, we lost a lot, including, of course, number 10, Tyree Kill. There were some rumors kind of swirling around about that situation. Um, ultimately, it just comes down to money, though. The National Football League is having a meeting down in Palm Gardens, Florida, I think it is, someplace where it's nice and warm and balmy and all that sort of thing. And Andy Reid said yesterday, he said, look, Look, forget about all the fact that it might have been a rift between us. It was not. It was a salary cap issue. They wanted a specific amount. We could not afford that and stay within the salary cap. So it, it had to happen. So everything was amicable. There were no no problems, nothing like that. He has a home in Miami, lives in Miami, wanted to be there. We got a nice trade from Miami, and he talked about it. The number one first round, not number one, but the... One of the first-round draft choices, a couple in the second round, a couple in the fourth round. In the sixth round, they have a few more. Hey, that's a good deal, and they're going to make out very well from that. Is Tyreek gone? Yes. Will it affect the offense? Yes, it will, because they won't have the deep threat. But they did get Scantling from the Green Bay Packers. I'm not sure that I can't convince myself that that's such a big deal. But they seem to think so, and they're the ones who know. And then they've got Ron Jones from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I was going to say uh, uh, a couple uh, Packers fans uh, chimed in uh, in the conversation when we signed MVS and said that he could be a very good deep threat. He just was never able to really make a good connection with Aaron Rodgers while he was in Green Bay. So they're thinking that possibly in this situation we'll see more out of him. They said, though, though as far as deep threat, and he, he can he can do it. So we'll see, though. It's a different system. Uh, and, of course, we just keep adding to the offense. We're signing Ronald Jones from uh, from Tampa Bay. What did you think about that well, one? Ron Jones, Southern Cal. He had a big years at Southern Cal. He was a pretty good runner with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wouldn't call him great, but pretty good. Oh, so He'll certainly add to the running core. I'm going to debate that Green Bay thing just a little bit. And I'm looking at the reason and the sequence in which it happened. He was let go as a free agent. They didn't trade for him. A free agent. You mean to tell me that you trade Devontae Adams and this guy is so good that you want to groom him? Why'd you let him go? That bothers me. But, but, but again, if it doesn't fit into the system, and I guess obviously now the system is what Aaron Rodgers wants, doesn't matter. 
Mike, what's the system? Run down, catch the ball. <laughs> hey, man, I don't know the system. We're not the we're not the QBs. We're just here <laughs> debating about it. Uh, okay, let's talk about college basketball more specifically. You, you run down, cut at the fire hydrant. <laughs> cut at the... <laughs> am I the quarterback or are you the quarterback? No, no, no. I, <laughs> I thought you were the wideout, man. Um, in uh, women's college basketball NCAA tournament, the Final Four field is now set. Who is playing? It was set on Sunday, two of the teams, South Carolina, number one in America, and the defending national champion, Stanford. They were set. They won their regional games. Last night, there were two more. One, the one that I watched from Bridgeport, Connecticut, was an absolutely scintillating thriller. Double overtime, and Connecticut held on to defeat North Carolina State, which was the top seed, and beat them double overtime 91-87 in a terrific back-and-forth battle in which each team had had the chance to win the thing and didn't do it. It was back-and-forth. Anyway, Connecticut won it. I'll tell you about them in a second. And Louisville is the other team. Louisville ousting Michigan. That was the Wichita Regional in which they played. So it's South Carolina-Stanford. Connecticut and Louisville, and Connecticut will play Stanford on Friday night in the semifinals. This Connecticut team, by winning, this is their 14th straight, 14th straight berth in the Final Four. Now Talk you about a think program, about that. dude. Gina Wariema's team, this year's Connecticut team and watching them play, they're not as good as some of the others, the Sue Birds and the Rebecca Lobos and people like that who they've had on their team, and they've had great, great players. Not quite as good as they are, but they're relentless. And that's just it. That's how Oriema teaches basketball. You don't give up. You're in there fighting all the way. Lost one of his players last night with a wrist injury. Probably put her out for the remainder of the season. But the fact is, they have the player of the year, who's only a sophomore, Paige Beckers. And when it came time to score, Connecticut scored. They're pretty good. Not great, but pretty good. Be anxious to see how this Final Four. It's interesting correlation, too, between the women and the men. These are four of the ladies' great teams in America over the course of the last 20 years. The men's are four of the great teams in America yeah, over been, the last 30 years. Yeah, it's been uh, been a crazy, crazy tournament, both for men and women. Um, let's uh, switch to uh, college baseball. Rankings came out this week. Who's uh, who's uh, at the top of the kill? The Volunteers. Tennessee is number one in America. And Arkansas is number two. Now, you take a look at the top ten because they're the best college baseball teams in America, according to the media and the coaches and so forth. And four of the top ten are from the Southeastern Conference. The others are Ole Miss and Vanderbilt. So you have those four. And then you take a look at the Missouri State Bears' schedule. Oh, my. There are three of the top 25 teams on that schedule. One of them is Arkansas. The other is Oklahoma State, which is number nine in America. And the third one is a team the Bears are playing, not this weekend, but next weekend, Dallas Baptist. Now, a lot of baseball fans, Dallas Baptist, hey folks, they are Division One in baseball, and they are a national power in baseball. They are Division Two and National Christian College in every other sport, but they're allowed to be big time in baseball. And they're good, real good. That's awesome. <laughs> well, uh, good luck, Bears, on those... Uh, challenges this season because that ain't going to be easy at all for those teams. Ned, good to be back in the studio and I will see you tomorrow, sir.